The easiest way to deny accountability for some of the atrocities that Western world have committed in Africa is to deny that it never happened or to add about say it happened but that was a hundred years ago let's move first it let's not look at it I mean it doesn't affect us today well if it doesn't affect us today how are you so successful how have your economies grown so fast and advanced off of the blood sweat and tears of our ancestors built by our resources but when we want to have a conversation about the impact it has had on us then you add the but you say it's been so long why are you so fixated on it well chimamanda ngozi adichie has something to say to you about the atrocities that european and western powers committed on the continent and their continual denial of the impact that it continues to have today. Do school children here learn about Namibia, what was called the German Southwest Africa? Do school children know that 100,000 Herero people were murdered by the Germans? Do they know of the wells that were poisoned? Do they know of the women used as sex slaves and others as slaves in German camps? Do they know of the Nama people killed? and of the Maji-Maji revolt in German East Africa. And why should they know? Hello there, how are you doing? Welcome to another episode of our conversations. My name is Ondiro Oganga. I am a business journalist by profession and I am also a digital content creator. It's always lovely to get here and have a conversation with you guys with regards to black people, Africa, Africa empowerment and how we can rise up and take our rightful space at the global stage. Today, I want to continue hammering a message that I have spoken about before on this platform you know um africans and african countries are getting to a place where we are saying we need to examine and have a conversation about colonialism what happened actually why it happened who allowed it to happen and the effect that it had then but continues to have today however that's not the world that we live in. Despite the fact that our ancestors endured that brutality. And when I say ancestors, you might think it's 90 years ago. No, my grandfather was paid the price of colonialism. So it's just one generation before, you know, and people think that it's such a long time ago. Actually, it is not. Some of our parents lived through that our grandparents endured the brutality the brute force the abuse the forced labor the concentration camps that came with colonialism and so people are beginning to say we want to have a conversation with you we want you to sit in that discomfort so we can find a way to move forward but europe and western countries have completely other plans other plans you know it used to baffle me how i would meet people from other parts of the world particularly the western world and i know a lot of stuff about them their country their leaders but they were always so clueless about the continent you know from stereotypes that africa is this one big place no roads no infrastructure no nothing just lions roaming in the streets and even to this day where there's internet there's this social media people are just so ignorant why it's because of how history has been taught to them the history 
taught in Western world is very, very selective. You know, the people that wrote that history have selective amnesia. They leave out all the bad parts and just add the good parts. They brought civilization to Africa. Oh yeah, we were struggling, we didn't know that stuff. Reading and writing had been on the continent for ages before these people came. But no, they find a way of twisting history. And Chimamanda Ngozi talks about Belgium and the atrocities that it committed in DRC Congo, but Belgium's blatant refusal to acknowledge it and teach its current and future generations so they know who they truly are and start taking responsibility, accountability, but also ensure that it never happens again. Listen to her. So I'd like to tell a small story about a Nigerian woman who's married to a Belgian and has lived in Belgium for many years. She said once that she was shocked that her son, while being taught Belgian history, was taught nothing about Congo. They teach my son in school that he must help the poor Africans, she said, but they don't teach him about what Belgium did in Congo. Now, if her son does not learn that the modern Congo state began 100 years ago as the personal property of a brutal Belgian king who was desperate to get wealthy from ivory and rubber, if her son does not learn that the hands of Congolese people were chopped off with rusty axes for not producing enough resources to meet a king's greed, if her son does not learn that the Belgian government later ruled Congo with a deliberate emphasis on not producing an educated class, if this young Belgian boy knows nothing of these incidents, then at some point they will perhaps no longer have happened because the past, after all, is the past because we collectively acknowledge that it is so. It is not that Europe has denied its colonial history. That would be too crude. It is instead that Europe has developed a way of telling the story of its colonial history that ultimately seeks to erase that history. The former French Prime Minister Nicolas Sarkozy gave a now infamous speech in Senegal in which he said, I have not come to deny mistakes or crimes. Mistakes were made and crimes committed. But no one can ask of the generations of today to expiate this crime perpetrated by past generations. The thing about this conversation, despite how uncomfortable it is, only one party wants to have it, you know. Africans are more than willing to start this conversation, but this is not a conversation that we can have by ourselves. Unfortunately, when you take these conversations to the tables of the perpetrators of colonialism, they always add a but to the conversation. It happened, but let's look past it. Let's move past it. It's not our fault. It's not, it's not our responsibility that Africa is still poor. The French ambassador in South Africa said, stop blaming France for all your problems on the continent. Hello? Have you forgotten about La France Afrique? Have you? And it's still happening until this day. It's not, it's not something that happened 50, 60 years ago. You are still here. You are still perpetuating a very toxic and exploitative cycle. But when these conversations come up, they want to flip the coin. It is a story that basically says, yes, colonialism happened, but. And whatever comes after the but 
is the focus of the story. What the focus on the but does is that it absolves. It frees Europe of responsibility of a significant and traceable connection to the African present, and it allows Europe the glow of charity. But the truth is that the past does not merely tell us what happened yesterday. It also illuminates what happens today. If we acknowledge that present-day Europe is shaped by the Renaissance of 600 years ago, by the Enlightenment of 300 years ago, then surely we cannot say that what happened merely 100 years ago in Africa no longer matters. It matters. We are gathered today in this reconstructed palace, a beautiful place, but also a place that represents Germany's nostalgia for imperial times. When Kaiser William II lived here, German troops were killing children, women, and men in Southwest Africa. This building says that German history matters, even in a romanticized form. The history of Africa and Asia and Latin America must matter as well. We cannot pick and choose which histories and which points of view still matter, because to do this would be an ugly exercise of brute power. It's not just Belgium. It's all this African, this, you know, it's not just Belgium. It's not just France. It's all these countries. It's Britain. It's Germany, you know. Um, I was watching a documentary on Al Jazeera of the 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 colonials the colonialists that were in Kenya who were the British the their force the abuse their torture you know and if you just read part of the Mau Mau history and what these people were doing to fighters they just wanted to reclaim their land you're like was this an experiment to how far you can push brutality you know the the things I cannot even repeat because it's traumatizing to me and I, I wouldn't want to imagine what it would do to you, you know. Um, it's not just them, it's Germany. It's, it's the genocide that they sponsored, perpetuated, enabled in Namibia. Do they talk about it? Do they, oh, we are your friends, blah. Before you're my friend, can we talk about what you did 50 years ago? Find a way to move past it, then we can start building a, another relationship that is aware of all the things that you've done and buffers itself from history repeating itself. So I spoke of Belgium and its colonial history, but what of Germany and its colonial history? Do school children here learn about Namibia, what was called the German Southwest Africa? Do school children know that 100,000 Herero people were murdered by the Germans? Do they know of the wells that were poisoned? Do they know of the women used as sex slaves and others as slaves in German camps? Do they know of the Nama people killed and of the Maji Maji revolt in German East Africa? And why should they know? Because to tell only part, one part of a story is essentially to lie. A story is true only when it is complete. Germany is Beethoven and Germany is Bach 
And Germany is also its colonial atrocities that have resulted in hundreds of African skulls being stored in the basement of museums here in Berlin, skulls of men whose spirits cannot be at rest, men who could well have been my great-grandfather had I happened to have been born in Eastern rather than Western Africa. It is only fair to fully own all of the stories of Germany. All countries have parts of their pasts that they're not proud of, that they would rather forget. But it takes courage to face those parts and bring in some light. And this is a time for courage. The courage to hear dissenting voices, such as those of the people who are outside right now protesting, they should be heard and included. They have valid concerns. The courage not merely to say, we take your criticism, but to follow it with action. The courage to say we were wrong. The courage to say about art acquired illicitly, this is not ours. Tell us what to do with it. I don't know about you guys, but I am yet to hear of any Western power taking full accountability and responsibility. And it's not just even on the continent. Even like black Americans in the US are beginning to say, pay us reparations, birth. There's a lot of conversation. It's like people act as if they don't know what happened. It's like black people are not deserving for demanding what is this. Yeah, that country was built on the back of their blood, sweat, and tears. If you've met any Western power that has taken full accountability, responsibility, is willing to pay reparations, is willing to have a conversation, take full accountability, and begin a, a journey towards healing, justice, and reconciliation, please comment down below. And even if you also haven't had any and you fully agree with Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie, please comment down below. Thank you very much for watching. I will see you again next time.